Please enjoy your prescribed fiction experience. Hi, I'm Phil. Hi, I'm Mark. And welcome to Organised Fun, the board game podcast, where this week we've got another chapter of our Kids on Brooms adventure. But as usual, business first. Just one bit of business. We've got another new listening territory in Saudi Arabia this time. We've got more new listening territories this year than we did last year, like by double. My people just pressed the wrong button, maybe. (laughs) Anyway, to the people of Saudi Arabia, I'm going to say Ahlan to you. And that's it for all the business. We just played oh. peep nuts, didn't we? Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Yeah. Little birds, etc. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. But here we go then, without any further ado. It is Kids on Brooms, Chapter 11. The Hydra approaches. Enjoy. Are you sitting comfortably? Then I'll begin. Previously on Kids on Brooms. Ah, Grace, how pleasant to see you back at school. How might we open the door to your vault? Well, as I've already told you, Jesse Rowenberg, I like singular, one-of-a-kind books. If you looked at the colours of the books on the bookshelf, you'd find that there's only one colour that there's only one book of. I think there's a uniquely bright blue book on the top shelf. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah. Be reckless and pull it. Inside, there is a small shelf marked Restricted. There is a book on alternate dimensions. There is a book on animal communication. Perhaps we can't hear the voice because they're in another dimension. Oh, the find me voice. Yeah. Ooh. Dimension. Hi, everyone. This is Dorset Applecake, live at the Wizarding Council. In a bold first move as F. Whit liaison, Pugnacia Whipshaft has arranged this historical meeting with all key non-magical dignitaries in order to strengthen the bonds between our two communities. Guests in include the Prime Minister and various members of the Cabinet who are all inside waiting for Miss Whipshaft's arrival. Suddenly, the front of the building explodes in a crash of stone and glass. A gigantic creature bursts forth, looking like a horrific mashup of many, many, many serpents, all smooshed together. With a terrifying roar, it lunges towards Dorset Applecake before the camera goes black. A stunned silence falls over the common room as everyone just stares at the blank screen. Then the room erupts into chaos. I'm just going to ask each of you, what do you do and what is one reaction from another person that you witness? Grace. So we were watching this on... Just on the the magic, I don't know, some sort of screen in the common room. Okay, sorry. So if, I mean, diving under the table is not a good option, I'm going to... You could, but everyone would be like... um, um, Grace, it's a television. <laughs> Grace hasn't worked out the difference yet. Um, I don't know, probably nothing. <laughs> Panic and shoes. I could be like, make a premonition or, or be like, well, I didn't predict that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, what's one other reaction that you witness in the room? Benny. Yeah, he clutches his turnip and, <laughs> and proclaims that they'll never get him. <laughs> Xavier, same questions. Just just standing there, sort of mouth open, just like, I know that doesn't work for a podcast, does it? Uh, <laughs> Kevin McAllister. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I do a Kevin McAllister. And one of the first years just completely, just faints. Yeah, completely smack, smack that on the floor. Nice. Jesse, okay. I was almost going to call you Mary all then. I was like, who, <laughs> <laughs> who is that person? That's who fainted. <laughs> 
Yeah. Holy crap! Oh my god. And then, is that what was gonna happen to Heggers? That's, yeah, quite horrifying. Another one of the first just starts crying. Yeah. <laughs> well, after a few minutes of this chaos, Barnaby Spud comes in and gets everyone's attention with a yell. All right, everybody, calm down. Yes, it's a tragedy, but there's nothing we can do at the moment. The Guardians will sort it, I'm sure. In the meantime, we're perfectly safe. Now, everyone, to bed. As everyone starts to move, Barnaby snags Grace. A word, Miss Lyons. Oh, dear. I think I'm in trouble. Uh-oh. <laughs> Is he going to, like, drag me away somewhere? He just sort of beckons you to the side of the room, you know, okay. and waits for everyone to sort of filter off. I'm frantically oh, looking around for Jesse. <laughs> like, <laughs> <delivery. laughs> Hang back vaguely near the stairs and see if I can get away with not going very far. So, Grace, Barnaby Spud sort of waits until there's enough of a, you know, sort of void around you and he just leans in a little bit. It's like, look, I know you must be angry about what happened to you getting sent away, etc. But there's no need to start acting up again. Shouting in the library, attending potions class when you don't even go to potions <laughs> class, hmm. it's not on. I know you might be blaming me for not taking the register but there's <laughs> um, no excuse surely going to the library and attending extra classes shows how studious and dedicated i am you weren't even in the library miss prism says that you were shouting from beyond <laughs> <laughs> Look, all I'll say is a lot of us put our necks on the lines to get you back from Wales. So, you know, make sure we've made the right decision, all right? I feel like that's probably a lie. I'm not believing. <laughs> not believing what? <laughs> that anybody, any of the teachers put their necks on the line for me. <laughs> Fine, well, have you sent back then, shall we? <laughs> I'm not sure I would say that to his face. <laughs> Fine, well, just bear that in mind, all right? Give him like a dead-eyed look. <laughs> Now, off to bed. Okay. Do you are you do you go to bed? It's better. <laughs> just just standing there dead eyed. <laughs> <laughs> Barnaby Spud's like there waving his hand in front of his face. It's like, um gives you a little prod. <laughs> Right. Well, I'm going to assume that you all went to bed. So Thursday morning <laughs> arrives. How did you sleep after la- yesterday's tragic events? Well, surprisingly well. <laughs> <laughs> You're all a bunch of heartless bastards. (laughs) Well, in the main hall at breakfast, a a screen has been set up and it's showing the latest news. A different reporter, obviously, is on the screen. Shortly after the attack, the creature took to the skies and hasn't been seen since. The Guardians are splitting their efforts between tracking down the creature and searching the wreckage of the council building. There are currently no survivors, although it must be noted that no magical citizens were harmed in this attack. That's convenient. Mm, Presumably horrid Mrs. Whipshaft wasn't hurt. Well, she hadn't arrived yet, remember? All the F-wits were in there waiting for her to arrive. Wasn't that convenient? Mm. Uh, what's that supposed to mean? You turn around and obviously Cynthia Whipshaft is there glaring at you. Oh, sorry, was I talking to you, Cynthia? You were talking about my mother. It's my business. Well, you heard. Are you insinuating that my mother had something to do with this? I'm saying nothing, just making an observation. You are implying that your mother had something to do with this. And yes, I learned a big word. Deal with it. Just watch your back, 
Cronenberg. I had your little friend Grace Lyons sent away. I could do the same to you. What's happened to my voice? (laughs) (laughs) I must just be so upset about what's going on. She strops off. (laughs) Oh, I was going to pointedly turn back to my porridge. (laughs) And then, you know, breakfast is over. It's time for transformation class. Let's just check who does transformations. It's not <laughs> you, Grace, is it? <laughs> so don't, you are not going to transformations. Don't even try. In fact, Barnaby Spurred is standing at the door with your timetable. He's like, mm, 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 no. Morning, <laughs> <laughs> sir. <laughs> All right, I'm just making sure everyone gets to where they need to be. The last thing we want is truancy going on. <laughs> is it truancy if they go to a different lesson? It's oh, reverse truancy, Xavier. You come back to me when you've done your teacher training all right mate (laughs) right xavier and jesse what's what's the mood in transformation class today completely restless no one is focused on any lesson at all today it's just chat about what's going on about where this hydra serpent serpent thing came from juno frig is you know trying her best in her usual chirpy self Come on now, my darlings. It's, I know something terrible's happened. A big scary hydrant is out there somewhere, but there's no need to neglect our lessons now, is there, sweethearts? Can you each roll a d20, please? 14. Does that include me if I'm not in the room? No, Grace Lyons. Bloody <laughs> <laughs> hell, did you hear just Grace Lyons then? <laughs> booming through the wall. I've got like a prediction from the other room. <laughs> She's just pressed against the window like an urchin. I need to play! <laughs> I want to learn! Let me learn! Juno Freak, a big no. glass <laughs> against the wall. Juno Freak waves her wand and the curtains just close. <laughs> <laughs> right, sorry. 14 for Jesse. 11 for me. Okay. Well, Xavier, what are you learning in today's transformation class? What have we done previously? You did wood to stone and then stone to wood. Okay, then let's go for today's lesson is not on specific a specific transformation, but on sort of like a size scale. So everything's everything smaller than a loaf of bread today. So like generic household objects, you know, convert one to another. They have to be small. They have to be small. Small item transformations. There we go. Good stuff. Jesse, what's one notable thing that happens in this lesson? One of the students is very distracted, understandably, sort of not really paying attention and is quite jumpy and sort of somebody drops something and they accidentally turn Benny's turn it into a thimble. Benny, suddenly this thimble, 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 that's that's the magical version, a thimble round Benny's neck instead of the turn it. But it's okay, he gives it a tap and then he wipes his brow and goes, oh, phew, it's still working. <laughs> Grace, you're on a free now. What are you, after after Juno Frigg has closed the curtains on your eavesdropping, what are you going to do for an hour? Remind me how far we got with these doors. Were we going after anything particular? We, hang on, how many we got left? We've got a few still to do and a few still to work out what we need to do to open the door. So there is more door stuff to do. There are teachers to bribe. Does anyone still have sparkle fudge? I I think I do. Mine's gone. I did my bribing. Did you feel that bribing, Grace? Well, have we tried the dice roll yet? Not yet. Well, even I can roll a dice. Belle went and made us go to potions. Do we know who the dice one is? Yes. Hetty Prince. Hetty Prince. Who is she? She's the charms professor. Okay. I might go and roll a dice then. 
Cool. Okay, Grace, you're going to go down into the vaults. If you remember, didn't you see a vision of how to open this one? You saw, you did shadow divination, didn't you? Yeah. So you saw, I'll remind you, you saw the shadow of Hetty Prince. She leaned towards the thing on the door and then she picked up the dice and she rolled it. So she leaned in. Is it a speaker? It is indeed a speaker. Mm. Ooh. Okay. Do you have to ask to be let in and test your charm? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I suspect then that we'll need to bribe her. Have I ever been taught by her before? None of you have charms. She did a couple of days ago. She did the session in the hall in the morning. Remember trying to teach you the yeah. something charm, but you all failed. You all that. Fail. <laughs> oh yeah. Who is the falcon guy? What's his door? Stephen Peregrine does magical defense. Is that the um, target? Yes. We haven't got in yet. That's quite exciting. I quite fancy having a go at that. I don't know. What would you like me to do? If you've got Sparkle Fudge, then yeah, I don't know. It's probably not going to be easy to work out what Hetty Prince needs to say into a door otherwise. So that might be one to follow up on. Okay, cool. I will go and bribe Hetty Prince. Okay. Where are you going to try and find Hetty Prince? In the charms classroom. Oh, can you? Can you roll a d6, please? Six. That's the best possible result. Hetty Prince is in there and she's not currently teaching a class. Oh, hello, Grace. I sound a lot like Nigel Wilberforce, don't I? Let's have another think about that. Um... <laughs> oh, hello there, Grace. What can I do for you today? Sorry about that earlier. I've just been smoking some croaky weed and the after effects of that is medicinal only, you understand, but the after effects are quite detrimental to the voice. But it seems that I'm getting it now. So what can I do for you? Well, hello, Miss Prince. I wanted to talk to you about charms. Well then, you've come to the right place because this is the charms classroom. Yes, I was hoping to take charms next year and I wanted to know all about it. Well, charms is quite a broad-reaching area of magic, as I'm sure you remember from your foundation studies. The casting of a simple charm can manipulate objects, create effects. It's your bog-standard building blocks of magic if you like. Okay. And, um, okay, I'm going to... Are you alright there, Grace? It seems like you've lost your voice after shouting through the library the other day (laughs) and booming into transformations class. Yes, well, I have something that will help with that. I'm going to take out the sparkle fudge. Oh, my. Is that some of Canteen Hatch's delicious sparkle fudge? It is indeed. Would you care for some? I would love some. we can chit-chat about charms. Thank you. That really does take the edge off yesterday's tragedy, doesn't it? A bit of fudge. Yes. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> As usual, her eyes go all sparkly. You get three questions to which she will answer truthfully. Okay, so my first question is, how do I get through your secret door in the secret death basement? Well, that's absolutely a very good question, dear. All you have to do is speak a number into the speaker and then roll that very same number on the dice. Ooh. 
Ooh, that's really good. Mm. Okay. My second question is, do you know how to get through the door of anyone else's room? I do. Would you believe it? I know one other door that I could give you advice on. Why don't you roll a d20 and I'll tell you which door I know how to get into. Oh, okay. Three. Door number three. Now that is an interesting one. That door belongs to Jim Goodhall, the magizoology teacher. You may notice the shimmering barrier over it. Well, that's a barrier that only animals can get past. Ooh. Okay. My third question is, do you know anything about this recent explosion malarkey? Oh, well, both my parents were of the non-magical variety, so obviously it's a terrible tragedy. The relationship between the magical and non-magical communities will be seriously threatened by this perceived attack on their leadership. And then her eyes like start to flicker like she's going back to normal. She shakes her head. Oh, sorry, dear. I think I must have inhaled too much of the gruff weed? Chokey weed. Uh, what was it called? Gravel weed. Croaky. No? Yeah, weed. There we are. But yes. Well, I would love to see you in Charmed next year. I will consider all applications obviously with a non-favoritism view but it would be great to have you in my class especially as you fast-tracked from the middle class so quickly was there anything else dear no thank you you've been very helpful okay bye then (laughs) okay right well i am gonna go down to the basement then or should i wait maybe i should wait for xavier and jesse then we can attack a few doors together it's up to you they've got potions next Ugh. So you'll be on an... I'm so studious. (laughs) We're not Um, the ones taking extra classes. It's up to you. Maybe, Maybe do one door before potions class, before the next lesson. Okay, well, I will try Miss Prince's door this time. Okay. Cool. Do I get down there okay? And You get down there. Remember, you've got this the hole in the hole. <laughs> garden. Yeah. Cool. And no one's getting suspicious that the three of us are just flying over the maze and dropping down. <laughs> nah. Everyone's got Actually. more important things to worry about, like <laughs> library disruption. That's where the real that's where the real <laughs> punishment is. Cool. Well, I don't know how to make the dice roll the correct number, so I'm going to have to instead predict what the dice will roll. Ooh. Oh, very clever. Clever, clever, clever. Okay, well, your prediction is probably going to be brains, isn't it? Yes, probably. What method of prediction are you going to use? You've studied gemstone divination, shadow divination. What is the dice made of? The dice is just a bog standard... Actually, no, we're in magic school. <laughs> it's a wooden, it's a carved wooden oh, dice. Cool. Well, let's go with gemstone divination then because I haven't tried that okay I'm assuming you've got some gemstones just I never leave home without them yeah excellent so the gemstones divination it's going to be brains and you need a score of let's oh actually how well did you do in the gemstone divination test does anyone remember (laughs) oh shit I don't think she tested you on it that's bad whatever let's go for brains 13 Oh, that's an 18. Hey, well done. Okay, describe how you use the gems to come up with a number. Well, naturally, I'm going to hold one up to the light 
and see how the light is ref like refracted through it and how many of the other gemstones the light beams hit. Oh, and how many is that? Five. Excellent. And would you believe it? You pick up the dice and you roll it and it's a five. Wow. I mean, Excellent. it's like magic, isn't it? <laughs> it is like magic. The door to Hetty Prince's vault opens. As soon as you step inside, a chorus of voices fills the air and you realise that all the items on the shelves are sentient. Can you... Oh no, they're going to tattle on me. Can you test your grit, please? I really wish I'd bought my big mask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was Lady Paddle Deck. <laughs> yeah. My grit. Seven plus one. You hear one voice ringing out louder than the others and you see a quill on a stand in a pot I don't know and it's a lovely you can't imagine what bird it is but it's a lovely like purpley tealy coloured quill and you are about to hear the quill's tale I was there at the signing of the very first wizard fuckwit pact and I can remember it like it was yesterday we the undersigned hereby acknowledge the the existence of both magical and non-magical communities, vowing to keep magic pure and secret. Magic shall not be divulged either by display, explanation, or crossbreeding. This part to be, oh shit, this pact to be, re I'm very old, this pact to be reviewed at each change of liaison, both magical and non -sign. William Thatcher, FWT, and RT Merriweather, Magic. Obviously, some rules have changed, but there are those who wish they hadn't. That's what the quill has to say. Well, do we have a working knowledge of how long ago this was? Like, roughly? On the stand, there's a little golden plaque that says, Quill used in the signing of the first F-Wit and Magical Pact 1611. Cool. Okay. So we reckon Merriweather is descended from them and somehow mixed up with the witch shaft. You check your watch. Actually, you hear Sarah flubber. Oh, goodness, it's almost time for second lesson. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're going to go over to potions now. And it's going to be the same again, guys. Can you both roll a d20? Oh. Double threes. Oh. Reroll then, please. <laughs> Counts no ties here. 17. Nice. As you get in there, obviously the familiar smell of bubbling potions and stuff. Barnaby Spud's there holding a clipboard this time. And he's like, uh-huh, Xavier, tick. Jesse, tick. Not got Grace Lions with you anywhere? No, sir. No? Good. All right, take your seats then. Jesse, what are you learning? Today we are learning the opposite of the sleeping draft. So we're doing like a, a pep-up potion to sort of help give you a bit of a, a boost. The sort of thing Latrin Flubber does to help students who are sort of refusing to get better. Nice. And Xavier, what's one notable thing? Well, I feel like I've been neglecting my wackier, more prankstery side. So I try to cast an illusion that makes it look like Grace is in the classroom. <laughs> Right, can, <laughs> can you test? I'm giggling. <laughs> oh my God. Did you not wait until I had a cast iron alibi? <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, (laughs) Right, what do we reckon, teams? Do we reckon brains for complexity or grit to maintain the illusion? I'll tell you what, Xavier, I'll let you choose. Brains, please. Okay. An illusion of grace. I think that's going to be... Let's go brains 14. I like to think that he's not observant enough to get the details right. Like, my eyes are going to be the wrong colour. This is is why I'm not worried about you, like, not having an alibi, because it's not going to be convincing enough for long enough <laughs> not actually get in trouble. It's just the puddle duck mask again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Another alibi. Brain sorting is, is difficult. That's a, yeah, 10. Okay, it's, it's two-thirds grace. I will let you describe this weird grace <laughs> creation that you've made. <laughs> Yeah, so it's it's sort of grace if your eyesight was a bit bad, just a bit fuzzy, <laughs> maybe just like the wrong height. There is <laughs> 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 like like two thirds height. It wasn't quite full size, and yeah, and a bit and a bit blurry. Not quite the right shade of whatever colour your hair is. Well, while <laughs> Professor Spurd is handing out the cauldrons, he's like, "Fuck me, what's that? Oh, all right, Grace, you're looking a bit under the weather. Maybe you should go to Matron Flubber." <laughs> Also, get out of my class. (laughs) (laughs) And the lesson continues. Now, the real Grace has to go to magical geography now. So I presume you're going to do that rather than continuing your streak of misbehaviour. Yes. Although considering Miss Merriweather was my favourite teacher, I feel a bit betrayed. Well, I don't give two jots what you feel. Take your seats, she says. <laughs> you really should stop mouthing off at people whilst you're walking around the school. <laughs> stop um, narrating my own life. <laughs> my every now, feeling. <laughs> last time you were learning about the magic cycle. Let's see what you remember, shall we? Grace, I'm WhatsApping you a diagram of the magic cycle. There are four steps to this. You just have to describe what's happening in each step, please. Okay, I love this picture. For the audience at home, it's a, a, a cloud of magic being... What's it? What did I have to do? Describe the steps. You've got to label each step <coughs> of the magic cycle, Grace. Please pay attention. I'm not in the habit of repeating my instructions. <laughs> more than once or twice in this case (laughs) I have heard about your recent spate of disobedience I hope you're not going to bring it into the magical geography class no you little rat Miss Merriweather is off my Christmas card list I don't care for Christmas So there's atmospheric magic, which is then absorbed by the magic user through a process called absorbification. I've just realised there's five steps on this diagram. (laughs) Extra credit. then the magic user processes that that energy very much in the same way that they would you know just energy and then they expel the magic in a particular way through through a verbal or physical command and then it is released back into the atmosphere where it, it dissipates and can be drawn on again despite your rudimentary explanation it is satisfactory five out of five for you miss lyons why thank you there are now a series of true or false questions Questions that you must answer pertaining to the magic cycle. True or false? Magic may be stored in items for further use, later use. Can't read my lesson plan. True. Correct. True or false? FWTs can also absorb magic particles from the atmosphere. True. Regrettably, that is so. 
Suddenly, an announcement booms through the classroom. It's Professor Pendergast. Attention! All classes are to be dismissed. All staff come to the staff room immediately. Miss Merriweather sighs. You heard him. Class dismissed. She grabs her bag and leaves the room. What now, kids? I'm going to leave before Cynthia can do something annoying. Good plan. You do that. Cynthia's, you know, just whispering with Loretta and her cronies in the corner. Cool. Where did they say they were going? They were reporting to? The staff room. All the staff are going to the staff room. So obviously, Jesse and Xavier, your lesson will have been interrupted as well. <laughs> Professor Spud will have left. All the teachers, in fact, will be um, going to the staff room. Let me just look at the map to see if I would pass Jesse and Xavier. Yeah, you're going to walk past us. Yeah. yeah. I, I know just the, the best place on the north side of the staff room. You can, uh, it's kind of like around the back of the building. You can, you can kind of like crouch below a window and hear what's going on in there. Don't ask me why. I've brought my uh, glass with me anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't say anything yet, because they'll all hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Are you all going to go with Xavier's suggestion? Why not? Yeah. May you each do a flight check, please. I'm going to re-roll that. Buy adversity token. Dean. Sorry, I'm cashing an adversity token, because that was a bad number. Cool. Mine's a seven. Seven, fifteen, and four. I might cash in another if I may. <laughs> That's completely up to you. Yep. I I had a D10. My, I've written minus one for cake. Oh yeah, I've got minus we ate one so for much cake. cake. Remember you ate through, through the, the cake, cake door. door. Is that one off yet? No. Fine, I rolled a 10 then. Sure, that's why Canteen Hatch is so massive, because it's enchanted cake. So every time you eat through the door, it grows back. But then every time you digest it, it grows back. So it's with you forever. Oh my God. Okay, you can right. never burn off that cake. Anyway, sorry. That cake door next time. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, what did you get on your third attempt? 10. Okay. You all successfully managed to sneak round to the north side. Jesse, it was touch and go for those first two. You all, <laughs> you all managed to successfully sneak round and position yourself by one of the windows. Currently, as it stands, Grace, your glass is only big enough for one person to press their ears towards it. If only some of you had studied the charms to alter small objects. We've got this. Oh, yes. We can do this. What should I transform? Oh, I've got a protein bar. Let's see if I can turn that into a slightly larger glass. Okay. Blasted glass. Oh, okay. Blasted bigger glass. Yeah. (laughs) This this is why I have a D4. (laughs) I mean, if you want to radically overcomplicate it, I was just thinking you would enlarge the glass. (laughs) This is why he has a D10. (laughs) Shall I do it? Well, it depends what check it is, I suppose. It's going to be... Let's go grit. Okay, that'll be me. Four. Mm, it, it expands enough for two of you to listen. I mean, go ahead. You can fill me in. Okay, scooch over, Grace. Let's share. We should make Patrick leave the room so he can't. No, that's fine. <laughs> You know, you peek through and you're listening. Professor Pendergast stands in front of the assembled staff. The creature has been sighted. It's heading this way. But what does that mean, my darling? Asks Juno Frigg. The message from the Guardian said the creature has attacked a number of settlements with multiple casualties, all of them FWTs. We believe students of F-wit descent may be at risk. Oh, what about the staff? Asks Gladys Red Hat. <sighs> Considering what happened to Dorset Applecake, I suggest that adults are also in danger. I can't possibly leave when there's such a risk, Sarah Flubber protests. The conversation develops into a bit of an 
arguments, but nothing more of use is said. What did they say? What did they say? So the weird serpent monster is heading this way. It seems to be attacking FWT settlements. They they think students who are non-magical parents might be in trouble. What? But, but that's me. I know. I'm a non-magical parent student person. <laughs> While you're talking, you see the staff begin to leave the staff room. I won't let it eat you. Oh, thank you. We better get out of here. Yeah. Where where can we hide? <laughs> <laughs> well, if we're around the back, they'll come out the other side, right? Yeah, Are there we'll any just... stragglers we can eavesdrop on now? Stragglers? Like hanging back still in the room. There. Uh, yeah, I tell you what. Roll me. Two of you roll me a d20. 13. Do you want to roll? No, go ahead. <laughs> oh, it's I got a like, natural one. <laughs> that's, that's cool. It's not like a number. It's just a which teachers is it sort of thing. Oh, okay. It's a one then. <laughs> so the last two remaining staff members in the staff room, obviously they had freeze now and weren't teaching, but it's Roland Moonshine and it's Paula Troy. Oh, they are both from pure magical families. So that's quite good actually because she's the serpent ball and he's the flying. So they sort of go together don't they <laughs> oh, oh oh bloody hell lads oh shit I can't remember what pull it alright lads alright lads <laughs> Roland Moonshine just looks at her and says there's only one of me here alright alright bit of a shitter about that hydra serpent isn't it oh, I reckon we should probably call it a hydrant yeah alright what's the matter with you you're from a pub pub <laughs> Are you all right, Paula Troy? Yeah, it's all right. Just a testosterone, you know. Uh, what are you looking so grumpy for? You're from a pure magical family, ain't ya? Well, yeah, I am, but it's just Barnaby Spud isn't, and so he might have to leave. I don't know what I should do. Oh, why, why do you care about Barnaby Spud? All right, all right. <laughs> Suddenly. Great, oh, great, don't know the way Suddenly. <laughs> <laughs> Another message resounds around the school, halting the teacher's extremely important discussion. Attention students, with the following students of the student's body. <laughs> You're gonna do that again. Attention everyone, will the following students please report to the flying grounds. Pendergast starts reading off a list of names. Xavier West is on the list. Mm -hmm. Xavier, who's two other kids that are on the list? Lewis Wilkes. The left wing on the serpent ball team. Mm -hmm. And. Ooh, Loretta Stinge. Ha <laughs> oh. <laughs> ha! I didn't know that. I bet she didn't. All other students, please come to the main hall. So, Grace and Jesse, you've got to go to the main hall. Xavier's got to go to the flying grounds. Meet back up after you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No worries. If it uh, if shit goes down, I'll meet you down by the doors. Yeah. You get out onto the grass, Xavier, where Professor Pendergast is waiting. With him are Nigel Wilberforce, Harmony Prism, Barnaby Spud. For some reason, Fred Gimble's there, even though he's dead. Hetty Prince, Gladys Redhat, and Sarah Flubber is is not there. She should be, but she's not really. She's not leaving her post. 
There's no easy way to say this, but the hydrant seems to be heading this way. We believe it's targeting those of non-magical descent. Pendergast waves his wand, and apparition pads, just like the ones you used to get to Whipshaft Manor that time, appear on the ground. We've decided to send you home until the danger's passed. You'll be safer spread around the country rather than all concentrated in one place. Any questions? But what? I mean, really? We can't just abandon the people, you know, we can't abandon everyone else here. Are they going to be safe? We don't know that for sure. So far, the Hydrant has not attacked anyone of of purely magical descent, I'm afraid. Well, so far, those things are monstrous beasts. They can do anything. We can only act on the information that we've got at the time. Mm. The first students start to step onto the apparition pads. (laughs) and vanish. As Loretta is about to move forward, Cynthia comes running out of the school building. Loretta, what are you doing? I've got to go. Professor Pendergast sending me home. But why? Oh, he didn't say. Just, just, I think my parents want me home. Oh no, I'm I'm definitely going to interject at this point. (laughs) Because the parents are F-wits. What? (laughs) Is that true, Loretta? Before Loretta can answer, she steps on the apparition pad and just disappears. There you go. She's gone. In the hubbub, Xavier, what are you going to do? I don't want to go. I feel like, I don't know. I mean, my parents are probably in enough danger as it is. Just up in the concentration of F-wits is probably just, you know, and F-wit descendants is just going to risk drawing the monster there, so. Well, while you're making a decision, Roland Moonshine comes out of the staff room and he goes over to Barnaby Spuds. Barnaby, wait, I can't let you go without saying this. Roland, what do you mean? And he gets down on one knee. (laughs) The whole crowd sort of goes silent and there's a whole tearful, I don't want you to leave. Oh, but I have to. But just just make this promise to me, just in case. Promise you'll come back and marry me. I promise. How could I not? And everyone claps and there's a big distraction. So should you want to not (laughs) go home, Xavier, you could do. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> so in my head, what I was going to do was have to cast another illusion, a lookalike illusion, of trying to make one of me so that that, you know, the apparition could stand on the apparition plate and I could... Crafty. I could get away, except for I don't... Like last time, it's sort of, you know, I don't succeed fully, but I don't fail. So I just conjure basically grace, <laughs> <laughs> but in my clothes with my haircut. Uh, <laughs> Please draw that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, yeah, enough, you know, people aren't really paying attention. No Luckily, everyone's really so distracted. Pendergast just ticks off and goes, uh-huh, Xavier West. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's let himself go. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Okay, Xavier, there's suitable hubbub going on that you can sneak away. Yeah, obviously going to sneak away down to the basement. Well, over in the main hall, the others, the girls, have gone. You get to the hall where Miss Merriweather is waiting at the podium. The other teachers with her, these are the ones of no F-wit descent at all. So these are the pure blood teachers. Miss Merriweather, obviously. Charlie the centaur. I find it very difficult to believe that he might have non-magical parents. (laughs) (laughs) Monty Blackfriar's there. Canteen Hatch is there. Roland Moonshine comes back sort of with a big beaming 
smile on his face. Davina Hattenberg, Iris Jumanji, again, she's not entirely human. Stephen Peregrine, for the same reason. Anthony Snodgrass is there. Jim Goodall, Martin Whittlemore, Paula Troy, and Juno Frigg. And Matron Flubber is sort of hanging around. Remember, she's not leaving, even though she's an F-wit descent. Miss Merriweather explains the situation. As students of magical descent, you are completely safe here at Hollyfirth. However, we are suspending lessons until the creature has passed. You are advised to stay in your dorm blocks. Anyone flaunting these restrictions will be severely punished once the situation has returned to normal. Do I make myself clear? What's happening to the other students? They are being sent away for their own protection, Miss Rowenberg. I hardly see that it's any of your business. Hmm. I'm just going to give Grace a look that suggests we're definitely sneaking off. <laughs> a look that says, no way did Xavier uh, not cause problems. <laughs> 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 Dismissed. <laughs> they go, so everyone starts filing back to their dorm rooms. Taking from Xavier's lead, I'm going to see if I can make things that look like us walking to the dorm rooms so we can sneak off outside and round to the maze. Okay. What was the test? Was it, it was, brains? It was oh, brains, wasn't it? Yeah. This could be disastrous. <laughs> <laughs> you make two amoebas. What do you have? A D4. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to work. <laughs> Four is what I have You managed to conjure the most accurate Grace Lyons, like, foot and ankle possible, but that's where it stops. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, would you believe that the effect of seeing a severed foot on the floor also creates a fair amount of hubbub? <laughs> I'm just going to grab her. Am I just really alarmed? Like, oh my God, that's my foot. <laughs> I imagine race wears, you know those Clark's shoes where it's like just the little buckle and the little flower stitched into it? Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, Cynthia Whipshaft, oh no, she's outside with Loretta. Someone horrid squawks about, oh, looks like Canteen Hatch has dropped her ingredients again. <laughs> Must be stew for dinner tonight but there's enough hubbub for you to sneak away on the way past i'm gonna see if i can spot who it is and try and split their bag open who the one that's dissing canteen hatch yeah because she's dissing my spell oh that's true I'm just trying to cut their bag strap on the way past. What's that going to be? Okay, who have we recently had trouble with? Mandy Murray. It can be Mandy Murray. Yeah, I'm going to try and like slip, split Mandy's bag open again. What's that going to be? Severing child is a child? <laughs> right, if you get it wrong, you're going to sever her instead of the bag. Just be aware. I think that's going to be fight. I think it's an aggressive move. Okay. Let's go, but it's quite simple, isn't it? So fight yeah. six. Seven, I get plus two, nine. It works perfectly admirably. The bag splits, all her stuff falls over, a bit of it sort of lands on the foot. You know, it's all just bleh. She's busy picking that up. By that point, I have just grabbed Grace's elbow and I'm pulling her off while she's staring at the feet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, are you gonna you gonna rendezvous outside the vaults, yeah? Yeah, that was the plan. Cool, cool, cool. Do you oh, want to fill each other in on what happened in your respective areas? Are we there? Oh, 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 hello. Yeah, I wasn't going anywhere. I feel like you probably guessed that. We had a hunch. Seems ridiculous. I don't, like, surely the school's got to be one of the most safe places. You'd have thought. Have you heard from your parents, by the way? Are they okay? No, don't know. <laughs> How does communication work in this world? Don't we have mobiles? <laughs> you get your magic message boards, don't you? True. They say hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they remembered me. <laughs> 
<laughs> they sent you a message saying, oh, bit shit about that hydrant attack, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they live far away at Torwatch, up north somewhere, somewhere remote. I'm going to fill you in on the charms quill mm-hmm. and that I found out how to get through the magical barrier door. Ooh. Ooh. So, Merryweather is a bitch. It's confirmed. Family history of being horrible. She's definitely got Mina. Hmm. She definitely has. It's almost like I didn't know who the villain was going to be at the start. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the, the magiology door might be useful. There might be something in there we could use when hmm. the Hydra comes. Oh yeah, that would be good. We've got some familiars and we learn how to talk to them. They're highly intelligent. This will be so much easier than the sign language I've been trying to teach him. Yeah, we, yeah. Let's send some, send some familiars in. Off you go, Odin. I'm just going like, to pull a little tin of anchovies out of my bag. Come on, here you go. Are you sending all three familiars? Yeah, why not? Just in case we fail our communication checks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there we go. Okay, well, you send your animals through the barrier with a little sort of zoom, 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 zoom. They go out of sight for a bit and then they come back and they're just sort of sitting there expectantly. So the communication, it's going to be charm, but because you learned about it in the book, it's going to be quite an easy. It's just going to be charm six. Cool, ten. You say that, but I only have a d6. Um, it's a D4. I suppose it only needs one of you to talk to the animals, right? Oh, I got a natural one, guys. I got a ten. Uh, Eleven. Oh, look, some animals. <laughs> Grace is just like, who's a cutie little boo-da-boo? <laughs> I feel like Penny is just looking really disdainfully down her beach. <laughs> but yeah, ask them or talk to them. You know. <laughs> what noises do ferrets make? <laughs> 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 Translated to what the hell was in there? <laughs> The, the tunnel goes on for a while and then turns a corner. There's a little switch by the barrier on the other side, but around the corner there's a pool with the oldest serpent in it that you've ever seen. Ooh. Is there any other way to get to the pool? I mentioned a switch on the other side of the barrier. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> Translate to Odin, I'll give you the entire tin if you go and turn that switch. (laughs) (laughs) Odin's there. This is the switch. The barrier turns off. And he gets, I open the tin and just present it to him. Thanks, (laughs) Mum. Cool, we're in. Should we go find a serpent? You go along. And just there like, oh my god, guys, this this barrier just magically disappeared for no reason. (laughs) (laughs) Just see any rolling around. You you go along. There is a pool that is sort of very green and murky and sort of sludgy. And your familiars were correct. The oldest serpent. Its skin is all wrinkled. It's faded to like a white colour. It's dangly, tentacly, antennary, but you know, the whiskers, you know, are grey and curling. And it's very serene looking. It's going to be charm eight to communicate with the serpent. Give that a go. Charm eight. Eight. (laughs) 
What did you call me? <laughs> no, no. Oh, sorry, uh, my, my serpent isn't very good. What's your name, good serpent? It has been so long. I have been called many names. You may call me the father of serpents. How long have you been down here? Years and years. Hundreds of years. What? I remember all. What do you mean you remember all? You're the father of all serpents? All serpents derive from my spawnings. Why, why are you being held captive down here? I assume you don't want to be down here. I am not held captive, small one. I am here as I am close to the end of my time on this world. Jim Goodhall looks after me. Oh. Uh, Enough. For no reason whatsoever, I will grant you three yes or no questions. Okay, I'm just going to fill the others in on what I am old and crotchety, such is my way. (laughs) (laughs) Makes sense. We've got three questions to ask the uh, old serpent. Is, uh, what's her face? Find me, find me. Oh, yeah. What about her? Something something to do with her? Oh, yes. Like, is she still alive? Yeah. What's her name? Miranda Hegington. Yes. Is Miranda... We we know she's already alive, like, because we can hear her. That's true. Okay, uh, is she... More like, just... where is she? It's not a yes-no question. No, I exactly. Like, but... is she just about in the, like, physical realm? Sort of? Yeah, is she in this dimension? Is she in this dimension, or...? Yes. I cannot sense her in this plane of existence. Okay. okay. Well, that's why we've got a dimension Original portal. Form. Yeah, right, okay, fine. Okay. Maybe we could guess that. Wondering if it's worth asking him if we can turn the serpent monster back. He's not going to be able to tell us how if no, it's a yes-no it, question. Yes, yes, yes or no. Is, is Merriweather involved in... Or was Merriweather involved in the creation of the hydrant? Yes. What bitch? You can have that one for free. Yes, she is a bitch. <laughs> Hurry, my time draws near. Scales start dropping off him. Maybe he'll give us a full answer anyway if we ask, can we stop it? Go for it, go for it. Does that mean I have to test my charm? Well, it's fine. I'll translate for you, but you you can say that. Is there a way to undo what's been done to make the serpent monster? Yes, but only one has that power. Is it you? Uh, The serpent crumbles into dust. Wow. Honour to meet you, sir. The head remains. Okay, bye. (laughs) (laughs) And then just crumbles into dust. The father of all serpents is no more. I was deeply saddened by his passing. You mean you're not just standing at the side saying, what did he say? What did you say? What's happening? What was that? (laughs) You talked him to death. (laughs) Suddenly, the walls shake. A deep rumbling sound rattles the entire building. Uh oh. This seems bad. We should we should get out of here. Yeah. I feel like we might need our brooms as well. Outside would be good. Okay. Back up through Merryweather's room. You get outside just in time to see the hydrant land on the flying grounds with a huge thump. It is absolutely massive. And you notice that it has the same plant-like mutations as the others that you fought. But obviously it's much bigger. Remember, it's like all the serpents that were collected together have been fused into one giant, you know, beast. But it does still have, remember the others had the spindly legs and the wings. It's got all those mutations. Oh God. Mm. What will you do? Oh, good question. Brave you push Xavier onto the floor so it can't see him. <laughs> oh, hang on. Do you think it'll go for the same hair gel that the other one did? Oh, 
that's a good thought. Maybe. Uh, what was it like? Clove and something or other. The canteen might have some. Worth a shot. Spices. Yeah, maybe. We've come up. We wanted to lure it into a trap or something I don't know well I feel like we need to <coughs> try out this dimensional portal thing because if we're in a different dimension it can't hurt us True. <laughs> potentially if we find out what's on the other side well hopefully Miranda okay yeah. the serpent the hydrant starts hissing and sniffing at the air some of the remaining teachers Charlie Monty Roland Davina etc come out and they stand in a rough line between the hydrant and the school their hands raised defensively we better do something quick Kids instinct, you can't stop children. Children start coming out. Stay back, Pendergast hisses. Martin, do you know? Please escort the students back to their dorms. He turns back to the serpent. As soon as it realises we're all of magical descent, it should leave. Suddenly, the Hydra lets out an ear-piercing screech. It turns towards the medical centre and starts stomping that way. Defensive spells only, Pendergast shouts. Don't anger it. The teachers sort of start running forward into action. We're going to be in some form of combat and I'm going to do it turn... I'm going to do turn-based. So, can you each roll a d20, please? 11. 18. Jesse, you're up first. I feel like this portal thing is going to need brains, so that's not going to be something I'm going to be able to do. And are we going to be able to get back in time to stop the hydrant doing bad things? It's fine. I can give it a go. You can focus on just... I might make a rash dumb decision and (laughs) summon my broom and try and distract the hydrant. Okay, so... Summoning is going to be... Let's go brawn. Oh, good. I'm good at brawn. Um... 22. Instantly summoned your broom. Comes flying out. The door of the broom shed sort of bursts open. Your broom comes flying into your hand. Didn't we just use our brooms to get in and out of the... Oh, did you? Oh, maybe. I thought we ran. Oh, okay. I thought you could climb. Can you climb? I can't remember. Whatever. You now have your broom. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to shout, I'm going to buy you some time and like jump on (laughs) it and fly towards the hydrant. Nice. Okay. Doing what? I'm going to try and cast the communication spell again and see if I can goad it or get it to do something. Oh, okay. Yelp stop or something. It's It's charm 12. Charm 12. Oh, no. 11. Oh, I would have had to get it dead perfect. I rolled an 11. You can still, you hear snatches, but all it is is kill the F-wits. Kill. Destroy. The hydrant's obviously been eating. It's been smoking. Weed. <laughs> I'm gonna try my best anyway and just shout, No! Leave them alone! It literally pays you no heed as it continues its way towards the medical centre. It is the Hydra's turn next. It reaches the medical centre, it clamps two of its spindly little spider twig legs, and it just like <laughs> splits the whole front wall open. Sarah flubbers there behind her counter with her wand out 
Stay back, vile creature, she says. It's the teachers. It's the teachers next. So the teachers form. Remember, Pendergast is like defensive spells only, defensive spells only. Sarah Flubber casts a shield around herself and the others sort of start firing off. You hear a couple of the, the Bandergast spells, like trying to distract the serpent with noises, like booms going off all around. But the serpent still cannot be deterred from its focus on Sarah Flubber. Xavier, you're up next. I'm going to try and open a portal, dimensional portal. Oh my. The dimensional portal is going to be a difficult, difficult one. That's fair. Okay, first it's, it's going to be a two-parter. First it needs brains, and it's going to be brains 15. You could do it. Technically possible. Technically possible. That would be 12. I might try and re-roll that one with an adversity token. 14 again. Oh, it splutters. It splutters. You see, like, the air starts to ripple, but nothing else happens. Ugh. Grace. I think distraction, but I am not brawny and courageous like Jesse, so I am going for that cinnamon and clove combo. Okay. So I'm going to rush towards the kitchen, and Penny is going to fly ahead and see if she can find where it is. So I just, like, run into the kitchen, grab it, and then run out. Okay. Test your flight, please. Oh, if I have my broom, can I use my broom? Is that going to be quicker? You can use your broom, but remember, I mean, you're having to fly through the inside of the school. So yeah, it'll be it'll be quicker, but then that won't be a flight. That'll be some sort of other test to see if you can avoid twatting yourself into things. <laughs> <laughs> so broom or running, it's your choice. It really doesn't matter. I just want to get to the kitchen. <laughs> like running is fine. Running. Is okay, fine. test your flight then, please. Six. It's enough. You get there and you manage to grab the stuff and get back all in the same round. Yay! <laughs> Let's go. It's back to Jessie. Okay. I've just remembered that I have a sleeping draft in my bag. Hmm. So I'm going to try and fly towards one of the heads and chuck the sleeping draft into its mouth to make it go to sleep. While also nice. still shouting at it. And, you know, trying to interest it. Okay. Test your brawn, please. Ten. Ten. It goes into the serpent head's mouth. It swallows. The serpent head looks a bit groggy. There's many other serpent heads, but this one sort of just sort of flops down. So it's just dragging this limp sort of serpent head along. But it's still, I don't know, it's still, it's like ferreting around in the, you know, it's like bashing against Sarah Flubber's shield. Now it's the hydrant's turn next. Oh, with a massive sort of... It smashes the roof in of the medical centre. The shelves, all the bottles, matron flubber, all disappear underneath the rubble. (laughs) Smash, smash, smash. The hydrant stops, it sniffs, and now it turns to face Xavier. It's the teachers, the teachers turn. So they split, the teachers split up. Some of them run to the rubble and start picking their way through, I guess, to check if Matron Flubber's okay. The others are sort of, they've still got their shields up. They're still casting the Bandagast spell, but they're retreating. The serpent is coming back towards the school building. Pendergast starts summoning sort of vines and stuff out of the ground 
around to try and entangle it. But it's almost as if the serpent has like mastery over the plant life. It, as soon as the vines the wrap around, plants just wither and die. Just, yeah, just nothing's working. Xavier. Okay, probably disappear. I do have some smoke powder in my school bag. Nice. Yes, you do. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna use some smoke powder and then get away on my broom, which is unassuming. Cool. May not be seen and go and find a new hiding spot. Test your flight, please. And you can have a plus one because of the visual smoke. Thank you. 17. Nice. You jump on your broom and you zip out of sight. Grace. I am going to... So what I'm going to do is open the lids of the... Like, I presume it's like a Tupperware or something. And if the serpent looks at me, I'm going to shake some of it onto the ground. And like, if the serpent looks like it's going to come towards me, I'm going to run. And then if it's gaining on me, I'm going to put the lid back on and keep running. <laughs> like I'm, I'm trying to make it clear like if it looks like I'm about to be eaten not I'm not there right <laughs> okay so you're sprinkling you're sprinkling some of this on the ground and see what it does like <laughs> to your horror the serpent just tramples over it and continues heading towards Xavier was it's almost like it's sniffing him out it doesn't seem to be affected by the clove and cinnamon situation at no. all Presumably, whoever had orchestrated the Barry Cooper fight has learned and improved their serpents since then. Now, in all the chaos and the smoke, suddenly bright flashes of light appear across the flying ground as the guardians arrive. We'll handle this, they shout. We're the professionals. They get their wands out. Pendergast says, no, don't attack. But they do, releasing blasts of fire, jets of energy, aggressive offensive spells. They hit the hydrant. The hydrant rears up on its back spindly legs. It is pissed off now. All rules of not attacking the magical people are out the window. It defends itself. It swipes with wings and spindly legs. You see the guardians get literally obliterated, ripped into pieces. Some of the heads start spewing fire, spewing that acid gunk and the guardians just wiped out instantly. For a moment, Pendergast looks at the other teachers. It seems the rules have changed. And suddenly they all just let loose, firing spells as the serpent is just attacking. All shit is going down. Jesse. Sorry to barge in. I don't recall you mentioning Miss Merriweather being there. She's not. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I feel like perhaps we could be more useful collectively going to her. That is a good point. Also, it'd be great bla- blackmail if this hydrant does get through, just wherever she goes, just Davia stands right next to her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not it. Are you going to shout that at us? Because I'm currently flying around a serpent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never like in a moment just like shaking like my rackers, like <laughs> yes, okay. I mean, we don't have to do that. It was just a thought. No, it's, okay. it's a good thought, but yeah, if you want to shout it, then I will not do what I was going to do. Oh, well, no, if you want to do what you want to do. It's probably not going to be very helpful, but I am dumb and in the air and can't think of anything else to do. I'm going to try and shout at the serpent again because spells at it is clearly a bad idea. You're doing what to it, sorry? I'm going to try the communication spell again. Oh, okay. It was charm 12. Oh, that's a good plan. Uh, oh, dear. Eight. The serpent, like, raises its head and literally just screams in your face. Ah! 
Is that all of my actions? <laughs> That's you gone. Charlie the centaur gallops up, fire, he's got a bow and arrow, he's like pow, 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 little arrows just embedding in the serpent with a mighty swipe. <laughs> Charlie gets sent flying, skidding across the grass. <laughs> the teacher's retaliating now, Pendergast shooting a blast of fire, Monty Blackfriar has summoned these immense sort of caretaker's chains that he's trying to like swing and tangle round the serpent's limbs but it's all to no avail. Xavier. I've gone inside the school just to, you know, hide and all that kind of stuff. Obviously there are, you know, students just kind of like hold up everywhere, just sort of, you know, taking cover. Not quite sure what's going on. Can I do that's useful? Are there any members of staff that aren't outside? Yeah, Pendergast asked Martin and Juno. Martin Whittlemore, so the other heads of year, because Barnaby Spud's gone, but the other heads of year, so they're like just trying to corral the kids back to the dorm rooms, back to safety. One of them spots you. Xavier, my darling, what are you still doing here? I oh, think you're on the list to go home. Yeah, uh, yeah, bit of a mix up, but well, too late now, isn't it? Have you seen Mrs. Merry- Merry- Merriweather anywhere? Isn't she out on the flying grounds with the others? No. No, she's not out there. I haven't seen her. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Um, well, since you're here, you might as well come with us. We need to get everyone to safety in the in the dorm rooms. Uh, some of my friends are still still out on the flying grounds. I, I should go and get them first. Just to punctuate this comment, a big blast of fire comes along. You see a smouldering canteen apron sort of drifting by on the wind. Oh, how sad. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll be there just a mo, and then run, run the other way. Running the other way, Grace. Okay, well, I'm gonna shout to Jesse. Can't see Xavier. I think he went inside. And then... uh, <laughs> <laughs> Can't <Okay>. see Jesse either. <laughs> She's gone. She's just a loo break, you know. Just she was flying around. I thought, actually, no, I need to. Too exciting. Too so... exciting. <laughs> and just like Close Jurassic the Park, the serpent yeah. bursts through the toilet <laughs> and eats me. And eats her. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, Grace, shout that again. I can't see Xavier. I think he went inside. I'm coming. Cool. I'm going to rush, yeah, inside, trying to avoid being caught by the gaggle of pupils. Okay, you're inside. It's chaotic. I'm going to go into story mode. Jesse, you follow Grace inside. There's pupils running left, right, centre even, if you will. The teachers are still trying to corral them. You spot Xavier at the end of the corridor. Xavier! Xavier turns around. He stops. He sees you across all the cur- the the curtains. He sees you across all the chaos. Just as the windows behind him smash, the hydrant, one of the hydrant's heads, comes through, clamps Xavier in its jaws, and rips him in two. Splat. To be continued.